Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello and welcome to this very, very special Tech Talk Live. Why is it special? Because it's the first Tech Talk Live of 2022. That's right, That's people. True. We made it all the way through to 2022. I think we all deserve a nice we made clap it on the back for six that. Six days into oh, 2022. My goodness Not gracious only. me. <laughs> all right, well, in that case, uh, I'm going to bed for the rest of the year because, frankly, the weather sucks. Uh, what are you, a bear? Hibernate? <laughs> yeah, well, Hibernate well, the rest well. of the year? Hope everybody had a wonderful uh, Christmas, uh, if you celebrate Christmas, and uh, a rather excellent New Year yeah. as well. For myself personally, I had a rather nice time. I got some good gifts. And uh, what was the? Uh, tell me two questions. Yes, go. Best gift you gave. Mm. Best ga gift you got. Well, the best gift I gave Corey, yeah. thanks yeah. for asking, yes. was an iPhone 12 Pro. Oh, yeah. Mm. Nice. That gave it good. to myself. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, I gave it to my wife. So, um, so the, the one you gave and got were the oh, same? It was the same, yeah. It's a great way to do Christmas. Uh, I like it. Uh, no, my wife was very happy with that, especially oh. when she found out that she is able to do a panoramic photo. Oh, mm. okay. So, cool. uh, for those of you not in the know about panoramic photos, you can basically take photos and stitch them together into a very wide panoramic views. Yeah, very she cool. enjoyed doing that as we went out for walks over Christmas. So okay. um, that was rather lovely. Now, the present that I that I received yeah. was a uh, synthesizer. Oh, mm. a new okay. Yes, it was a, keyboard? a Behringer MS1. Ooh, I've I know that's one things. of your favorites. It uh, is. I, yeah. I had the MS0. Well, the MS0, that, that, one, good, uh, that one was the precursor. Yeah. This is the big daddy now. <laughs> okay. um, so, uh, yeah, that's been fun. I've been twiddling with the knobs and mm. pressing the keys. Tick tickling the ivories. Tickling the ivories. All sorts of interesting sounds sure. have been coming out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, what about yourself, Corey? Any good gifts? Um... I got a bunch of uh, movie theater candy Excellent. for uh, the movie theater I built in the basement. Yes, the you room. did. Yeah. Yes, and hopefully, Corey, our viewers are going to get to see that at some point in the near future. Yeah, uh, we're hoping so. Yeah, we hoping so. that we'll do a smart home one coming yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Mm. So yeah, it was good. Uh, kids had a bunch of good time. You know, they were off for two full weeks. So Ooh. glad to be back. Good for the kids, and not so good for the parents. I know. It's, I'm glad. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back in school. <laughs> You're like, I'm so glad to be back at yeah. work now. Oh yeah, my God. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I hope everybody else had a, an excellent time. Yeah. And if you received any good gifts, then please let us know in the chat. Yeah. We do have a bit of a reduced, reduced. Uh -huh. oh, that's, a, that's a good word. Reduced, reviews. reduced viewership today. I think because uh, this is the first show of the new year, and uh, we only sent out the reminder e email yesterday. Yeah, so, hmm, and I think other, people are hibernating still. Yeah, you don't know. blame them. It's honestly, every morning when I wake up, I'm like, "Wait, seriously? Yeah. Like, I have to get up now?" In this cold weather. Yeah, is this a thing? Um, especially made difficult, Corey, because my wife is still working from home, Ooh, and so, so whereas I get up in the morning and yeah. uh, get into my car and face face the uh, the Milwaukee winter, she gets to stay in bed. She gets to sleep, yeah, work from home, work from bed. She does indeed. Yes, uh, has a television on in the background, <laughs> has all the blankets around her. Nice. Could be a cat running around. Well, the cat's kind of annoying. So, yeah. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. But anyway, there you go. So it's good to be back here, and it's good to see everybody. Now, as usual, we do encourage people to put any questions into our chat, and 
Oh, I was just about to say we encourage jokes. Corey, before I even said it, One's a, joke appear uh, a joke appeared. A we joke really appeared. do have the best uh, viewers. I would say so. Dig All right, yeah. let's, so we've got... Let's try to get, we have a special guest today, but let's try to, you have a joke, I have two, and yes. we have one coming in. So let's let's plow through our joke corner, our giggle time. One does not plow through <laughs> jokes corner. One engages with It's like a fine wine, you sip you it. You immerse yourself yes. in sure, the joke. Sure. get it. Okay, first of all, let's read the joke from uh, our contributor here, okay. Kenneth. Kenneth, what's he got? Kenneth says, why can't a bicycle stand on its own? That's a good question. Why can't a bicycle uh, yeah. stand on its own? Now, I would ask our viewers uh, if they have any ideas, but he did also put the answer in the chat, so I don't oh, think that would be worthwhile. It. But Corey, Kickstand or actually, uh, before, I know we haven't actually introduced Rose fully yet, but uh, Rose, who is our guest today, if you have any ideas about why yeah. a bicycle feel can't stand on its and... own, feel free to tell us. Feel free to tell us any ideas. I can't any see ideas. Actually, I just realized Rose can actually look in the chat and see the answer. Oh, yeah, so. sure, sure. <laughs> kick, 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 kickstand, fall over, tire, bite. You're, oh, you're very close. Bite a tire? Kickstand? Yeah, well, yeah. Let me tell you, uh, it is too tired. Oh, that's, pretty uh, good. that's pretty good. All right. Well, All right, you yeah, <laughs> there we go. First joke of 2022. That's pretty good. Too tired. I like it, it was, though. Well, right, what do you What do you got? Well, let me do one, and because I have two. Okay. So then you it, go. 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 Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm, so you mm, heard this one already. Mm, what do you call a fake noodle? Mm. What do you call a fake Noodle. Mm. Throw it in the chat if anybody knows. My first guess was a foodle. A foodle. Which was completely yeah. wrong and didn't even make yeah. sense. Plant-based protein noodle. <laughs> Impasta Why noodle. Why would you need a plant-based noodle? <laughs> That's a good call. Like, who's eating that? Impasta noodle. Uh, Rose, uh, Rose guesses that pretend pasta. I mean, she's, close, she's closer close. than I was. Very close. I'll give her that. She's closer than the I was. The answer to what you call a fake noodle mm. is an impasta. <laughs> Mine wasn't actually so much of a joke, Corey, to be honest with you. It was actually quite serious oh. um, because I just heard, and I don't know if you heard about this, I but I had just heard that um, scientists have discovered, uh, discovered yet another another deadly pathogen oh, no. here in the United States, okay. which is called the peekaboo virus. Have you have you heard about That's this at all? I've not heard about the peekaboo virus. You know, it's quite serious. Um, it is very contagious. Um, and from what I understand... Doctors have been sending anyone with the peekaboo virus straight to the ICU. Nice. <laughs> peekaboo ICU. Pretty good. That one's pretty good. I'd love to say I came up with it myself, but I didn't. But uh, I, I would I never have known jokes. that you were reading it from your phone. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? All right, one more and then we're yes. out of here. Okay. Uh, what do you call two monkeys who share an Amazon account? <laughs> what do you call um, two monkeys... Hmm. That share an Amazon account. I mean, hmm. I feel like monkeys might live in the Amazon. I picked this one because of you being English. Hmm. Uh, what? Oh, maybe it's yeah. That's an it's an English thing. Yeah, hmm. I think. Um, a crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Primates. Primates. Ah! Primates. <laughs> Two monkeys. Amazon primates. That's not an English Is thing. Is it though? mate? Isn't that an English? You call, you call your friend no. a mate. Uh, or is that more oh, Australian? No, no, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. It is Australia as well. Well, Amazon is uh, Amazon's an English thing, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Woo! Wow. Let's get through. We got through. That was through. great. We should probably just log off now. What do you think? We really yeah. probably Thanks, should. everybody, for joining. Uh, no. Today, we are being joined by the one and only Rose Visser. Yeah. Rose, would you care to say hello? 
Hello. Well, there you go. That's How's all we have. How's everyone for. doing? <laughs> yes, uh, thank you uh, for joining us today, Rose. We are doing excellent, and uh, I would I would say uh, you know I would ask you how you're doing, Rose. Except you do happen to be situated in an office very close by, <laughs> and I have already talked to you uh, many times. Multiple today, times. So, so, yeah. <laughs> I already know that you are doing excellent, Rose. Did you have a, a lovely uh, Christmas and New Year? I did. I did. It was just nice to have time off, time with oh, my yes. son, and relaxation time. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that was good. Did, my did favorite you, uh, part. <laughs> did you receive any any good gifts that you would like to tell people about? Um. Yes. Um. My son actually got me some gifts. He's twelve, so he required his aunt to take him to the store. Aww. He doesn't have a credit card or anything yet. Uh -huh. um, but he got me a little. Um, essential oil diffuser and Very I actually nice. have it at work with me right now which is oh. lovely yes. so and I know Corey's office is right next to mine so Corey so if you ever smell some nice smells coming out that's what that is it's either yeah. your lunch or the diffuser <laughs> yeah <laughs> however if you ever exactly. smell any bad smells yeah, yeah, those yeah. definitely are not anything to do with Rose right? yeah so, no uh, <laughs> no it's just from her name Rose you're not going to get a bad smell yes there's yeah, a problem. rose scent it's coming from my lavender. office probably yeah, yeah. 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 excellent. Um, now, I have one question, Rose. Did your son use your own money to purchase the gift? Because that's what I used to do when I was a kid. <laughs> get money oh from your parents? Yeah. Your idea. own money? Yeah, so I would used to uh, just like get money from my parents and then buy them a gift with it. <laughs> you know what? It. My son is funny. So he does have his little tiny stash of saved you know, money that he gives for gifts or whatever. Excellent. Yeah. But he thought it was smarter to have his aunt Cindy Very spend clever. the money Very on clever. Me instead of him yeah. spend his money. So yeah. no, that makes a lot yeah. of sense to me. Genius. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And uh, talking <laughs> of money, Rose, we we will be uh, mentioning money, I believe, in your presentation today because uh, you're going to be talking about uh, items that can be used in activities of daily living. Is that yeah. correct? Excellent. That is so this. Correct. It's a little bit different for us because normally we're talking about more of the, the high-tech things and uh, Corey and I, you know, uh, are on the techie side and we, we do enjoy our gadgets. But, you know, Corey, I feel like sometimes mm -hmm. when somebody comes to you with a problem mm -hmm. and uh, as the old saying goes, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So when somebody comes to me with a problem, my, my first thought is high-tech device, sure. you know, we need, uh, we need the latest and greatest. Let's, um, you know, let's, fi let's figure this out. But um, oftentimes that might not be the correct solution, uh, particularly if your client is not as technologically inclined as you are. And so sometimes, you know, we, we want to gear more toward those low-tech items. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's more what we're going to be uh, talking about today. So a little bit different uh, for us, but I think very relevant because, as I said in my email, low-tech items, they're still technology, yeah. you know? It's just a different Still assistive different technology. Form. Still assistive technology, mm -hmm. just uh, in, a, in a slightly different uh, f uh, format there. So. Um, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, and I'm sure most people are, but uh, in terms of low-tech items, oftentimes we're talking about things which uh, are not electronic, for example, although uh, I think Rose will be discussing some ele electronic items, and you, you usually things which are very simple um, to, to operate and simple to uh, acquire and uh, usually low cost as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely have a place in our daily lives. Now, Rose, why don't you tell us what are activities of daily living exactly? Sure, that's a good question. So activities of daily living, we sometimes call them ADLs for short. Um, so these are the activities that almost everybody has to do in some way just to kind of get through our day and function in life. So they're kind of the essential skills. So it could be everything from brushing your teeth in the morning, getting dressed, taking medication, um, eating, 
preparing food, those kind of basic essential skills. Excellent. And with, um, with vision loss or any type of disability or anything, those get difficult to do or sometimes impossible to do. And that's where the, the tools and techniques come in to help with that. Yeah, and there's all sorts of different things out there. I mean, if you've never looked into this, and I assume that most of our viewership has, but uh, there is really a very wide range of different tools available. Um, and I will just give us a plug here because obviously we sell sure. a number of them sure. in our store as well. But uh, there's a number of other um, outlets that um, you know have these things available. And there is a, a really a huge range of different uh, low-tech tools to help with pretty much you know any task that you uh, that you might want to do. So, um, Rose, I mean, in your position here at, uh, at Vision Forward, you are involved with kind of training people on how to use these tools to uh, make you know their activities of daily living more accessible, right? That's correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I do one-on-one um, -on -one training with individuals here at Vision Forward, but also I go into people's homes as well right. and really kind of figure out what their goals are with their activities of daily living. What do they want to be able to do? And then train them on some of the tools I'm going to show you today or maybe um, some techniques um, mm. that may make those tasks you know, easier and also safer and, and help them to do those tasks themselves. And a lot of my clients may be depending on their family members or others, so I can teach them ways to be able to do some of these tasks themselves. Yeah, and I think one of the things you said there to do with, uh, you know, um, goal-oriented uh, training, you know, is really important because we do our best training. You know, this is in terms of kind of the, the high-tech items as well, mm -hmm. you know, as well as the low-tech stuff. We really do our best training when we have specific goals to work towards. Mm -hmm. And so the more kind of focused an individual is in terms of, you know, what they want to achieve, um, the better that we can generally assist them. I mean, something that we uh, commonly hear, or I won't speak for you, Corey, but sure. uh, myself at least, you know, uh, I might ask an individual, Individual, what they want to do and their first response might be well I want to see again and you know I totally understand the impulse and the, and the desire there um, but in terms of training that's not you know that's not particularly useful um, you know if we have more specific goals for example I want to be able to email I want to be able mm -hmm. to cook more efficiently I want to um, be able to uh, read you know things like that um, having those goals really assists us in assisting other people um, yeah I think for you know for ADLs, I think one of the biggest things that I take away from ADL training, Rose, and I'm curious, you know, your thoughts on this is when you look at most of the disciplines, if it's low vision, if it's assistive technology, if it's orientation and mobility, there's a, a number of generalizations that need to be made. You know, we teach you to do one kind of skill, and then we hope you to take that to you know kind of use that info for other things. I see that almost most prevalent in ADLs. I mean, I think back to some of the training I had with some of the, the low tech things like some of the locator dots and uh, organization tips and things like that. And that's, I'm constantly using that and generalizing it across all the different parts of my life and use a lot of those techniques, even with high-tech items. You know, we use some of the locator dots on our keyboards, on our, you know, if we have a button on a, on a wearable magnifier that we want people draw people's attention to. Mm -hmm. So um, so I think, you know, the, the ADLs can also provide such a high level of, you know, of generalization for people, uh, which can be tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, if you are, if you find yourself in a new scenario, 
you know, and something isn't as easy as it used to be, and you're not you can't think of a way to kind of generalize skills that you've learned in the past mm -hmm. to make this new task easier, then, uh, you know, that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, or if not us, then, you know, any, anybody who's teaching ADLs, you know, will hopefully... Be, it won't be as good as us. Obviously, but. I mean, that goes without saying. Of course not, right. You're not going to get the same level of, uh, you yes. know, happy... Uh, happy we'll get jokes with and it. Jokes and, yeah. <laughs> Some people probably prefer that, actually. That's very, very true. <laughs> um, all right, well... Um, yeah, I mean, so what we're going to do is we're going to basically, Rose is going to talk us through some different tools which she has uh, available and some different tasks that they might be helpful for as well. And uh, do bear in mind, you know, you can always, if you're in the area or even if you're not, you can always uh, make an appointment and uh, come in and see Rose as well to get uh, training uh, or she could come out to you if you're in the area too. Um, Rose, in terms of the, the payment for this type of service, is this stuff usually covered by insurance or is it self-pay or how does that work? That's a good question. So the, the training itself um, is covered by most insurances, at least here. Um, we, we see a lot of clients through the Division of Vocational Rehab, so they mm -hmm. often will pay for some of our services. Um, we try our best to get people in here. We do have, um, you know, a sliding fee scale and, sure. and try to find other ways to help people to get the services. As far as the tools go, um, unfortunately, most insurances do not cover the cost of these adaptive tools. Mm. Um, some do, though, and we try to find ways to get people signed up with, with some funding sources that do provide um, funding for that, for the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as Corey mentioned, I think it was Corey earlier, um, a lot of these low-tech tools aren't quite as high-priced as... <laughs> Some of the higher tech ones, which is kind of a nice thing, you know, some of the, the bump dots and things that I'll show you are, are pretty inexpensive. Um, so we do our best to find um, funding for some of these tools. Yeah, I mean, on our show, we're used to talking in the thousands of dollars yeah. for a lot of the things that we demonstrate. So uh, if a packet of bump dots is costing you four bucks, I mean, you know, it's a little <laughs> bit easier. A little to, bit of a uh, difference. Yeah. yeah, a little bit easier to manage. Yeah. Um, Yes, um, and uh, yeah, the, I mean, in terms of us, there are, you know, some grants available that can help, you know, um, and things like that as well. So usually there is a funding source which can be uh, can be identified, but most mm -hmm. of this stuff is, is within the reach of, you know, many people mm -hmm. out there. So that definitely makes it easier. Um, also, I do just want to, before I let you kind of uh, do your thing there, Rose, I do just want to plug Rose's Cooking Sense video series. Um, which uh, we've done, uh, what, four, four or five of those now, maybe? Yeah, sounds right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so these are videos which usually are on the longer side, ranging maybe to, a, to the 40-minute, 45-minute kind of mark. And um, the, they are filmed in the kitchen here at Vision Forward, and Rose uh, will basically be demonstrating um, specific strategies for either, like, creating a, a specific type of meal, you know, or doing a specific type of task in the kitchen. And so, you know, she will be looking at the types of... Uh, tools that will be suitable for whatever she's talking about and going through the whole process you know from beginning to end um, to show you exactly how a specific task might be done um, so they're definitely worth a watch you know they're informative they'll give you an idea about um, different adaptations that can be made in the kitchen um, plus you get to see some lovely food as well being made in some of them so um, <laughs> make you hungry. yeah make you hungry well, maybe, maybe that's a bad thing actually no. but uh, yeah um, it's they're definitely worth a watch now those are on our other YouTube channel so not the uh, In Focus YouTube channel, but those can be found on youtube.com 
forward slash vision forward us. What is that? What I have is no it? idea. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, I'm going to find this out in a second. Yeah, because it's on the agency's main YouTube channel. Yeah, and of I'm course, not even sure. Vision like, forward WI, maybe? It might I'm be. I'll, sure. I'll, I'll put it in there in a second. Because Corey mm -hmm. and I have our own YouTube channel. Yeah. And of course, we, we, we actually don't know what the main YouTube channel URL is. But I'm going to find <laughs> that out. I'm going to find out. I'm going to put it in the chat. Um, and uh, you can That's go fun. there to check those videos out. <laughs> hey, Luke, oh, I you started saying it. I was like, I know, he, must, like... he must know what it is. <laughs> I, I thought you would know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so and I'm not good at helping to remember that either. No, 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 no. Um, just the one thing to those videos too. You know, today we're kind of focusing on on tools. Yes. And the videos kind of dig in a little bit deeper to to some of the techniques as well. Okay, so great, great. I think that's a good point too. That you know, if it's not a tool that can help you, maybe there's some other little simple technique. Um, using your sense of touch a little bit more, for yes. example, that yeah, could be helpful. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. All right, Rose. Well, we are going to let you at it at this point. So uh, if you'd like to just uh, kind of talk us through some of the things that you've got there with you and uh, kind of how, uh, how they could be used. Sure. Um, I have quite a few tools here. <laughs> so I don't know if we'll get through all of them. But um, so tools for identification, I think, are kind of a key area. I usually, when I'm training clients, really start out with that identification piece. Um, so I want to show you a number of tools that can really help you to identify items, whether that's items in the kitchen, clothing items, paperwork, documents, those types of things. Um, and we're talking low tech here. So I want to show you one that's really low tech. <laughs> um, I'm holding up a cafeteria style tray. Um, it's just a simple black tray, but I, I probably show this to almost every one of my clients, whether they're, they have low vision or whether they have no vision. And this can be a useful tool for identifying items. So let me give you a couple of examples. Um, if you are taking medication, for example, you're taking it out of your medication bottle, your pill drops on the table, on the floor, whoever, wherever it is, and you're like, how do I find that? <laughs> it's gone. Um, so if you have low vision, we're going to pretend this is a, a pill. Um, if you, it drops on the tray, a lot of pills are light in color, so you're going to be able to see it against the black of the tray. Um, if you have no vision, you're going to be able to use your sense of touch to feel the borders of the tray and be able to retrieve your pill. Um, this tray also works good for like eating. You can set your item, eating items on the tray. Um, if you're making a meal, you can set all of your ingredients and supplies on the tray too. I started I, using one of these trays a lot, Rose, after you kind of introduced them. I have a, one at home whenever I'm working on a project at home, little screws or mm -hmm. whatever. I've been mm -hmm. doing a bunch of stuff around the house. I put everything on the tray because I'm always, you know, screw is little screws are dropping and then you're trying mm -hmm. to find them in the carpet or on the floor. They roll away then. I actually totally have that problem as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I'm undoing anything that has little screws, I yep. always lose them. <laughs> yeah. You set them down, they roll yeah, off yeah, wherever yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. 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 So those yeah. trays are great for yeah. that too. Cool. It can be useful for anyone. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I sometimes use a tray too. Yeah. If I'm collecting items or I do art projects sometimes at oh, home. Oh yeah, for and, sure. So I put yeah. all my items on the tray just for my own sanity <laughs> so they're not <laughs> spread all over. All right, so, so I have yeah. a question. You had mentioned that you could eat on the tray. Mm -hmm. uh, well, not on the tray. I mean, <laughs> you probably I mean it is a big plate. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Throw all your you food on there. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could put um, your plate on the tray. Let's put it like that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you've got a, a black tray there. Mm -hmm. So I assume you know if we want to kind of make uh, the plate really stand out there, we could use a white plate. Yep. And uh, vice versa, if we had a white tray, 
then now it might be a little bit harder to find a black plate. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're out there, but uh, sure. yeah, if we had a white tray, then we sure. could put a black plate on it. So just to get yep. that, you know, that good contrast, right? Exactly. So thinking contrast, opposite colors. Yeah, I think in our store at Vision Board, we have the black ones. We also have light gray ones. Mm -hmm. um, I do like these ones. Uh, plug again for our store. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if you're looking for trays, look for ones that are a little bigger. So this is a nice size. Um, I've seen smaller ones that, that aren't big enough, I don't think. So just make mm. sure you choose one that's a nice size. Yeah, yeah, excellent. All right, low-tech but useful. That's what yes. we're all about today. Exactly. Um, let's see. Luke, you mentioned earlier about money identification. Mm. Um, the tray can also be useful if you're kind of going through your coins and your money at home and trying to figure out what you need to, to um go to the grocery store so you can set all of your coins and money on your tray. Mm -hmm. um, but identifying um, coins, you can tell a lot of times by how they feel, the texture, the little bumps on them. Um, but paper money is all the same size and shape, so it can be tough to tell what it is. Um, there is something called a money identifier. Um, it's an elect electric money, electronic money identifier. And basically how they work is you put your money into the device. It's, I don't know what the size of it is, um, a little bit smaller than a credit card. It's a little bit thicker. Mm -hmm. um, you put your money inside of it and you press a button and it, it's going to tell you right away what it is. So let's see if this, this works here. I don't know if you can hear it. It's Just about bring it closer one. to the microphone, Rose. Let's, uh, let's do okay. it again. Bring it closer to your microphone. No, 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 no. The microphone oh. on your top, on your top. Oh, yeah. No, 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 on your, oh, on your I'm shirt. Here. There you go. <laughs> I'm not used to wearing the mic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> One. There we you go. Hear that? One, we okay. got it. One dollar. Mm -hmm. So she said one, and, and my bill is upside down even, so it doesn't have to be right side up. Um, and so it's a quick way to identify your money. Fairly low tech. Um, and then I also train people on folding their money in different ways too, so they can also use their sense of touch. So that's mm. an example of using a device and your techniques together to help is there with a, money. Is there a standard folding pattern, or is that more of an individual thing? It's, I do teach one, um, but it is kind of up to you. You want to make sure you remember the folding yes. technique. Yeah. That's the That's important the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just an example, I, I tell people, keep your ones unfolded, because you usually have a few more of those in your wallet. Mm -hmm. Maybe the five fold in half, the short way, the 10, the long way. So choose, choose a, a system that you're going to Remember, that's the main main that, point. That makes a lot of sense. I will say, uh, obviously, I love America. I've been here for coming up on 11 years now. Um, I'm from England originally, in case anybody oh, didn't okay. guess. Did you not know that? <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, something sounded different. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will give a plug for England here, because in England, we have different size banknotes. Yeah. Um, so you can tell them apart even without having to, to do anything else. And uh, also, we have crossings. All of the crossings in England beep. And mm. yeah, let you know that it's uh, safe to safe to cross. Mm. So uh, yeah. go go England. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> also, Rose, the, there. The, yeah, exactly. The uh, the identifier that you had there, Rose, is mm. that the the eye bill? Is that what that one is? It's called, called? the eye bill. Yes. Yeah. And it's um, there's actually a program right now through the U.S. Department of the Treasury. So if yes. you have if you're diagnosed with a vision condition. And you work with a vision professional, they can help you get signed up with um, to get one for free. It's a great right. program. Yeah, I sign a lot of my clients up with that. And then you get in the mail in about four to six weeks, and it's mm -hmm. it's so easy to use. 
Yeah, and I will say uh, for those more tech technologically inclined, uh, there are smartphone apps obviously that can do you know the same mm -hmm. thing. So if you don't want to have to carry a separate uh, device around with you, then there are alternatives. But uh, you know you get this for free and it's it's super portable, so mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. definitely useful. I, I, I kind of wonder. Sorry, I, I kind of wonder how long a device like this is actually going to be useful for moving forward into the future. Because um, I mean I don't know about anybody else, but I very rarely use cash these days. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that the iBill also has beeps instead or vibration pattern too. Yeah, so yeah. individuals who are deafblind, um, you can rely on the uh, vibration pattern. Yeah, awesome. All right, what you got for us next, Cinemos? All right, so just to transition into what I'm going to talk about next, this iBill, I, I put a little marking on the end of it just to help me with lining up my bill to insert it. Um, mm -hmm. This little marking I made with a type of paint that's called spot and line pen. Um, and it comes in a little tube um, and this works great for identifying lots of different items. So it comes in a tube, different colors, black, white, and orange. And we can put this on your appliances, the controls on your appliances, microwave, stove, oven. I put it on my little eye bill here. Um, we can put it on um, measuring cups, for example. I have a set of, of black measuring cups. Um, with vision loss, it can be tough to tell those measuring cups apart. Mm -hmm. Like the one-third and the one-fourth are very similar, yeah, um, even yeah. by feeling them. So yeah. I put some little dots on the handle of my measuring cup. Um, so one-fourth cup, I put four dots, for example. So when this paint dries it's raised up and it's hard so you can feel the dots if you have some vision you can see the dots because of the good contrast mm -hmm. um, against the background um, so it's a very very useful labeling tool and it's also this kind specifically is heat resistant so it mm -hmm. works really well on your your um, stove or oven microwave things where there may be some heat involved yeah, all um, sorts of applications. I like the spot and line pen because you're able, unlike you know bump dots that are just round or square, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're able to basically create any Whatever shape you want. You yeah. want. Circle, yeah. mm -hmm. square, yeah. plus sign, minus sign. Yeah, I think, Rose, I've even seen you maybe uh, make a letter out of it, like uh, a B for bread or something, or yeah. like an S on a sugar pot or something like that, right? Yes, you can make simple letters. I mean, yeah. the complicated letters may be hard to feel, but like... <laughs> Yeah, S for sugar on your containers for your sugar, for example. Yeah, yeah. so you can spell out letters. Yeah, I wonder, um, uh, maybe you could even create Braille with it, although it'd obviously be larger than your traditional you Braille could, cell. Yeah, but, yeah I I've mean, had it, some it clients do that do that, especially yeah. like you can use it on clothing items too. I have a little shirt here. I don't know if you can see there's a oh, little yeah, um yeah, yeah. orange marking a little dot on my shirt yeah so for example if i get my black and blue shirts confused i could maybe choose to put the dot on all of my black shirts and then i can just feel that and uh, this paint is going to hold up in the washer and dryer that's a nice that's thing amazing. about it it's not going to cool. melt off or anything we do have a question here in the chat regarding to uh, regarding the uh, durability of the paint tara mm -hmm. asks if the uh, if we want to remove the marking can it be done in some way yes so it, it's paint so it sticks really well but if you had to get it off you could use like I've, I've used like a scraper or a butter knife yeah. and just kind of get under it and it, it does come off cool um but it's it's a it's more durable than like corey mentioned the bump dots mm. um they work the same way but they come off a little bit easier um so it kind of depends what you're labeling if you're labeling um 
for example, stove in an apartment that's not your own stove, you may not want to do the paint, but maybe do the bump dots instead, just because they're a little bit easier to pop off. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit more about those bump dots, Rose? How do those work exactly? Yeah, so they they work similar to the spot and line pen. So you you press them on a surface. Um, for example, maybe your oven dial, you have trouble telling where the 350 temperature is. What you could do is put one little bump dot, it's a raised sticker. You could take it off the background on, on your little sticker pad, mm -hmm. put it on the 350 setting, and you're gonna be able to then feel that. And then again, it also comes in the bright contrasting colors. So if you have some low vision, you don't have to lean in too close to your stove or oven to see the controls anymore. You can sure. just see that bright color and it stands out a lot. Yeah, bump dots are the type of tool that many, many people with uh, with low vision will be will be using for all sorts of different things. You know, anytime you need a tactile surface, um, whether it be for marking the things that Rose has been talking about, or maybe even for, for putting one on a key for the front door so you can more easily find it and, and all sorts of things mm -hmm. like that. Also, uh, Rose, you have been uh, discussing kind of ovens and kitchens and things there. I did want to turn to Corey for a second. I was wondering, Corey, if you'd like to tell us the story about the, the oven that you bought recently recently that doesn't work yeah <laughs> yeah my, my oven's a complete it's all touch screen and so yes. I can't uh, I can't use it and it's actually becoming a problem because I even I, I put bump dots on but because it's all a touch surface even to find the bump dots you hit a bunch of buttons <laughs> to, to even try to find the, it and then the other thing I don't like about it is you you have to hit bake then you have to reach over and there's a telephone keypad that's all touchscreen to type in the, the temperature number. and yeah. then find the site. So anyways, at this point, it's... Uh, you would I need got, so many bump dots that you wouldn't have a clue what any it, of them it, did. And it's Aww. not even, again, it comes down to the just finding the bump dot, you mm -hmm. press all these other buttons yeah, to yeah, even find yeah, it. Yeah, so at yeah. this point, my oven is useless. And, well, that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a good point because I've worked with clients the same same case, you know, the, they have the touch sensitive screens and so as you're searching, <laughs> you're, you're activating different things. So yeah. um, I think like, you know, everybody's appliance is so different. So I like to do home visits so I can get into a person's home and really observe their appliance and, and come up with a solution. If people are comfortable with, um, you know, like smartphones and apps and, and that type of thing, there are some apps that allow you to have somebody like be my eyes, somebody can um, look at what you're looking at and, and mm -hmm. provide some guidance that way. Um, you know, if you have an opportunity when you're buying an appliance to kind of get your hands on it, I know that's hard if you're buying online, you know, but that's always good too, because then you can kind of observe how it how it works before you would purchase it but yeah there are also smart smart stoves and ovens out there too yeah um, yeah so i think the key is either get yeah. something with ta with actual knobs and dials on it yeah or get something that be can can be controlled through your smartphone or something like that you know yeah. one of the things i'm going to try to do on my the next thing i'm going to try to do is take uh the all the keypad is in is in like a rectangle maybe 12 inches by four inches mm -hmm. i'm going to get a piece of plexiglass that size and then cut out the plexiglass ah, where the buttons are so that, that when cool. you're feeling around, you're yeah. not hitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. my next. 
That's my next. That's actually an awesome idea. I'm going to try. Let it. me know yeah, how that see. works, Corey, because yeah. I might start using that with my clients. Then. I mean, it's not. To, you just got to. You know, there's a little bit of measuring, and you got to get right. your button cutouts just right. But yeah. I don't think it's going to be impossible to do. So, no, anyways, no. I'll, 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 we'll do an update. And if you want a custom, uh, a custom <laughs> oven yeah. cover, then Corey is the man. You yeah, can exactly. contact him at customcovers.com. If, if you have the exact same <laughs> stove that I do, I'll be happy to help you. Well, I did yeah. a similar thing, like for. Uh, flat top stoves are tough to use sometimes too, yeah. electric stoves, because you obviously don't want to be touching them when you're trying to search for the burners. And you can't really put bump dots and paint yeah, on not, your burners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I came up with a little a silicone baking sheet that's heat resistant up to like 500 degrees. And I cut out where the burners are and then oh, lay it down on, on the um, stove top. So same concept where the the burners are exposed, but then you can still kind of feel around yeah, on the sure. silicone. So I feel like I'm I'm sitting among geniuses here. <laughs> well, this is this is what I said earlier about the generalization. Like honestly, yeah, yeah. All, everything we face in life with a visual and anytime you are blind or visually impaired, everything is a challenge or a problem to solve. Yeah. Like that sounds that sounds negative, but I don't really mean it to come like across that way. But everything is a problem to solve. Mm -hmm. And, and as you practice and solve more and more problems, you come up with more, more and more solutions. solutions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, somebody really needs to write a book, you know, uh, detailing all the different solutions that they found, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. It's called it? uh, uh, DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> food delivered and you never have to worry. Just one page in the book, yeah. DoorDash. DoorDash. <laughs> no, uh, maybe the, maybe the, uh, the app as well, you know, a link to the app. Um, Kenneth says, I think Amazon has a uh, microwave controlled by Alexa. Yes, there definitely do, is that available. Do. Yeah, now, Corey, yeah. did you, did, did I imagine this or did you not like that for some reason? Um, the one that Amazon, their actual Amazon Basics one that they mm -hmm. had a super low power. I think it was like ah, 800 okay. watts or something. Okay. So that was sort of a bummer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are a couple other brands. GE, we have one in our kitchen mm -hmm. that, that works well. Um, like Rose mentioned too, there are stoves now that you can control with Alexa, mm -hmm. so you can simply say, you know, Alexa, turn my oven it's to like, bake. Cook my dinner. Yeah, um, and and again, it's and and this is sort of a uh, maybe a hint to what we'll show in in two weeks. But this this idea of smart home, mm. um, you know, mm. it, it definitely can make things easier to use. It just takes a little bit of setup. Yeah, that's yeah. the tricky part with that. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you've got somebody to, to help you out, I mean, Best yeah. Buy, even Best Buy, you know. Uh, Geek Squad the will Geek come Squad, and do yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah so there, sure. there are options. All right, Rose, what else have you got for us? Sure. Um, so talking, continuing to talk about identification, um, mm -hmm. I wanted to show you the, the pen friend tool. This also is another tool that I, I show a lot of my clients. So it's called the pen friend mm -hmm. um, because it's shaped like a great big pen. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a tool that I'm comes with specially, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna say something. <laughs> um, it comes with specially designed labels. And what you basically do is record information onto the labels that come with it. You can record the name of an item or a description of the item. And then you use the device to then listen to the label. So it helps with identifying things like medications or items in your kitchen. So let me quickly show you how it works. So I'm going to turn right. it on. Make sure to hold it up to your microphone when you do as well. Yes, yeah, not okay. out there here. Yeah. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just pressed a, um, a power button. The buttons are raised up and in bright yellow contrasting colors to make them easy to use. Mm -hmm. um, it beeps, so there's a lot of auditory output with it. Um, so I turn it on, 
I'm going to press the record button and then touch the label to, to record a message onto this medication bottle. High blood pressure pills. So you could hear the beeps as mm -hmm. I was recording. I think it worked. And so to listen, all I do is touch the tip of the pen to the label. Let's see okay. what it says. High blood pressure pills. Oh. You hear that? Like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it makes identification of items quick, easy, you know, of course there's, there's apps on phones that can help with identification, but sometimes it's nice to have just a simple tool that you can just yep. grab mm -hmm. right away and do, um, and, and use you it. get to customize what that says exactly. too, mm -hmm. which is super nice. Yeah. And those, are, are those, too. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Are mm -hmm. those labels transferable or, um, what types of labels are available for that? So it comes with little um, sticker labels that you can mm -hmm. put on items. Um, for example, the medication bottle, I encourage people to put the label on the cover. Mm -hmm. So when you get your new bottle, you you keep the old cover so you're yes, not having yeah. to peel off the stickers. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. It also comes with magnetic labels. There's also a little, um, like a key fob type label that you can bring to the grocery store to record your grocery list items. Um, so they, there's a number of different labels that come with it. Okay. We have a good video on, uh, on our, uh, the Vision Forward YouTube channel, mm. I believe is what it's on. Mm. Um, it's a, a, a done, I think, the PenFriend 2, or it might be the original PenFriend, although they haven't significantly changed over the years. I think we're at the 3 right now. Mm. Um, but I just, last over break, I got an email from someone who said, I just watched your PenFriend video. Mm -hmm. I've been blind for 27, I lost my vision 27 years ago. Mm -hmm. This was the best video I have ever watched since I lost my vision. Aww. I know. So wow, I think it might have been the only video they watched. <laughs> since, uh, but, but the point is, is check out the, the video. It does give you a lot of um, uh, you kind of use cases and, and ways to, to use the pen. We also had a very nice comment on, I believe it was the Amazon Fire TV video that you did, um, uh, saying, you know, as a person who is blind, I, this video was just perfect. That's cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Uh, so, big up to Corey. Anybody else wants to give him compliments? Please put them in the yeah, chat. Yeah, put them in the chat. <laughs> uh, my phone number is 415. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> um, Douglas uh, in the chat here says that uh, PenFriend labels, uh, hold on, I just lost it. Here we go. PenFriend labels work great to identify various credit and identification oh, for cards. Sure, sure. Excellent. Nice and thin because they're just little RF stickers, I believe, that they're yeah. using radio frequency. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Doug putting it on the back of a credit card, super easy to do. And then what's really cool about that, too, is you could, rather than putting the credit card number, which you could do if you, if you need access to it, yeah. but you could just put one, two for security purposes. So if you mm -hmm. didn't want to put the whole card, you could still put yep. just you know, something there to identify mm -hmm. it. Yes. And if yeah. you wanted to, if you put your sticker label on your credit card and you wanted to kind of protect the actual pen friend label, you could just put a piece of packing tape or clear tape over the top mm. because it protects the label, but then you can also still read it through read through with the pen friend label yeah, through the that makes sense. So. We also have an excellent tip here from Lynn, and uh, again, our audience is, is very good, so thank you for this tip, Lynn. Um, uh, Lynn says that they have had clients fold a little bit of the label under so it can be easily peeled off and oh, reused. Good thinking. Yeah. Sure. So we call That's a pro a great tip idea. around here. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. thinking. One, yeah. one thing I get too from clients too sometimes is that the, the sticker labels are not 
very tactile. They're kind of flat and hard to feel. So yeah, holding it too. over would make it a little bit more tactile. Yeah, a bit thicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. I will also give a shout out to England here because I believe the pen friend was developed in uh, conjunction with yeah. RNIB. It's, it's, it's yeah. their product, yeah. You know what? I've got a plane to catch. Um, this is it. I'm going home. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so they've been just waiting for 11 years. Been waiting to plug a bunch of stuff and then <laughs> rush home. <laughs> Uh, I was actually sent here by RNIB just in case of an opportunity like this. That's, all, that's, all. that's a sleeper. You're a, you're a long yeah, sleeper yeah. Rosa, I know this is a slightly more expensive uh, device here. What kind of price are we talking about for the pen friend? Um, uh, we carry it for 152 I believe. And okay. so that includes the device. You mm -hmm. also get 127 labels. Okay. the stickers, magnets, all the different types of labels with it. Right, right. Which I think is a fairly good price considering like all the things that you can use it for. But yeah. again, mm -hmm. like any of the technology that we talk about, it kind of depends on on the person's goals and and what they want to do. You know, there are other ways to be able to identify your, you know, clothing and kitchen items. There's organization techniques. So it really depends on what your your needs are. Yeah. You know, and this uh, pen for an, I, I keep coming back to this generalization but you know every device you've talked about t today has so many different use cases i mean even you know you're talking about the pen friend being great for identifying which it absolutely is but you could simply have a dot next to your phone or somewhere in the kitchen and that's how you leave notes between mm. family members mm -hmm. so if you've got a sighted family member and a blind family member obviously leaving a note isn't going to work mm. and mm. so just having a single dot that keeps being reused to leave notes mm -hmm. for each other um, so there's just a bunch of you know it's it's kind of thinking outside the box yeah. and coming up with cool use cases yeah totally awesome that's a great point Corey too because I've worked with um, clients who have cognitive challenges mm -hmm. as well and so some of their family members will, will use this just to record a reminder or a to-do mm -hmm. list or things that can help them throughout their day. Yeah, I was kind so. of thinking about a senior with Alzheimer's or something like that. Yeah, you know? yep. yes. mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, in terms, once, once the label has been recorded, apart from turning on the device, there's literally nothing else to do except mm -hmm. for bring it close to the label, right? I mean, that's the whole, yep. the whole yep. process. Yep. Yeah. Listening yeah. to the device, you just touch it. It's very easy. You can record over the labels yeah. as yeah. much as you want and keep right. reusing them too. All right, well, that's definitely a hit. We, uh, we like to pen friends. What else have we got here? Um, I want to show you, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to show you just a couple of um, kind of kitchen-related tools that I use a lot with, with clients. Um, right. This is very low-tech, too, but a nice little adaptation. It's a um, low-vision cutting board that's white on one side and black on the other. Mm -hmm. So thinking good contrast, if you're cutting something that's white like an onion, cut it against the black side for that good contrast. If you're mm -hmm. cutting a green pepper, for example, cut it against the white side. Um, and it really does make a big difference. It just enhances what you're doing, helps you to be a little bit safer. I heard as well in one of your videos, Rose, uh, I think I remember you talking about uh, cutting technique and how you're supposed to have the tip of the knife in contact with the, uh, the tray or whatever you're cutting on. Uh, as you're slicing, uh, is is that a thing, or did I just imagine that? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do encourage that with with clients. Um, there's a whole bunch of cutting techniques we could go into, but um, yeah, sure, sure. using like a big butcher knife, a lot of times it's nice to get the point of the knife down mm. and slice down because mm -hmm. then you know where the board is, you can feel it, mm. and then you can also use the weight of the knife to kind of 
you know, gravity to kind of help you slice down too. So. Yes, and we do um, have a video uh, that covers some of those things. If you go to mm -hmm. Vision, uh, we found the YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Vision Forward. That should take you to the channel. And thank you to, uh, to Bob for uh, locating that for us. One thing I uh, took me a bit to, to, to get comfortable and learn with, with cutting was, um, you know, when you're, when you're visually impaired, if you're blind, you, your first thought is, oh, sharp knife, I don't, a sharp knife, I'm mm -hmm. afraid of a sharp knife, I don't, a duller knife is better. But mm. more accidents happen with dull knives than mm -hmm. with sharp knives. Mm. You really do want, I mean, you need safe technique, but mm. you want that sharp knife. It really is going to make cutting so mm -hmm. much safer and mm. easier. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of That's sense. Otherwise, you're hacking away at something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Things yeah. are getting caught, it's yeah. slipping, yeah. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Excellent. All right, so nice and uh, low-tech and easily uh, accessible to most mm -hmm. people. What else uh, do we have there? Um, just quick related to cutting, too. There are cutting gloves that you can mm. get um, if you are nervous about cutting. Mm. Um, these gloves, they're lined with stainless steel, even though I'm always amazed because they feel so comfortable. They feel mm. like a like those magic gloves that you wear in the winter time. Um, they're very flexible, but it does offer some protection. So if that knife gets too close to your finger, you're not going to cut yourself or nick yourself. So it's like chain mail. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, the, so in the a summer, night. in the summer of, of uh, 2021, I uh, oh, yeah, I was right. uh, I was uh, using the hedge hedge trimmer and uh, doing some hedge trimming. And for some reason, I put it on the floor. And then when I picked it up, I decided oh. to uh, have one hand next to the blade as I picked no. it up with the other hands and uh, ended up slicing through <laughs> oh, uh, the, tip of my, the tip of my finger. So I did, uh, sadly, I did lose the nerve, but the, tip of the rest of the finger was, uh, was OK. Wow. But uh, after that, my wife bought me these heavy-duty uh, <laughs> chainsaw <laughs> gloves with like hardcore steel plates in. I can't say that they're you as comfortable as, as the gloves you were at all. Yeah, exactly. You, ba you basically can't move your hands, so uh, they keep you nice and safe. She also threatened to get me some chainsaw trousers as well. Oh, which, interesting. Uh, you know, I'm not actually using a chainsaw, so I thought that was a little bit, uh, no. a little bit over the top. But there we go. Ooh, better safe than sorry. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my advice is get a pair of the gloves that Rose has yeah. on and just wear them all the time. Yeah. Why not? Keep yourself safe. No paper cuts. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of gloves, too, with not just with cutting tasks, but working in the kitchen, you know, making sure that you have oven mitts or gloves anytime you interact with the stove, not just for using the oven, but I always encourage people to have them handy when you're interacting with the stove top as well, because for that same thing, if you're searching for something, you yeah. may accidentally yeah. touch the burner. Yeah, totally. and yeah. I, I always think gloves are better than, mitten, yeah. than, than oven mitts. Mm. I was going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. There's... um. The mitts are, are bulky and mm -hmm. they don't tend to come up very far up your arm and it's hard to grasp a pan when you're pulling it out mm -hmm. of the oven. So there's gloves that are, are a little bit longer and then you also have the flexibility again to move your fingers and, and grasp items a little bit easier. I always struggle with that because when I, if it's in the kitchen or even outside working, I hate wearing gloves because I lose all mm, sense of touch yeah, then. I can see that. But man, from safety, it's just so, you gotta kind of work through that. I know that's mm. that's been a thing for me is like, my wife is constantly, put your gloves on. <laughs> God, your wife sounds like my yeah, wife. Yeah. We might to the same well, we, we have a game at the house. It's uh, sweat or blood. If, if, if my hands are wet, is it sweat or blood? <laughs> it's always the same answer. It's blood. Yeah. Get your gloves on. You know how to keep your wife happy, though, don't you? It's very simple. You get your gloves, yeah. you cut the fingers out, 
And now, when you put, oh, your, when you put your gloves on, you have your sense of touch, but you I, are wearing the gloves. I thought you, know? you meant just put them on when you leave the house. Going out to work, <laughs> see my gloves. <laughs> um, excellent. Okay, um, uh, what else do we have? I see there's a big clock there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, um, so there's a couple things, you know, useful in the kitchen, making mm. sure you're, um, you have some sort of timer or clock to monitor the, your cooking time. Mm -hmm. um, this is just a clock um, that has reverse contrast, so white numbers against a black background. Mm -hmm. They also make kitchen timers that are this big and have oh, that, wow. that contrast too. And you can see it really makes the numbers time. stand out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so timing your cooking is, is a good technique if you can't look at the food and tell how it changes in color. Mm -hmm. um, having some sort of a timer is important. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and speaking of timing, there are meat thermometers that you can get to tell when your, your meat is fully cooked. Um, they work like a traditional timer. So you, there's a little probe, you poke it, poke it into the meat, mm -hmm. but this one has auditory cues. So you turn it on, it says on, and then you stick it in the meat and there's a fast temperature button that you hit and it beeps. You let it go for a little bit No, don't eat that chicken. So then you press the talking <laughs> button. <laughs> um, but that's that's a nice tool. I use that a lot with clients. You do have to know what's a safe temperature um, yeah, for cooking course, yeah. the meat too, but it can mm -hmm. be a helpful tool also. Mm. I highly recommend everybody become vegetarian instead, and then you don't have to worry about it. That's my other plug of the day. I guess. I'll tell you what, well, you I've, never had to, I've never had to put a thermometer in my tofurkey. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, I've never put a fork in one to eat it either. There's no way I'm eating it. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, well, another... so I see you've got at least one other thing there, Rose. What's, yeah. what's that you've got there? Yeah, this thing I've held up a couple times. So this is called a boil alert disc. Mm. So when you're boiling water for pasta, rice potatoes, things like that, it can sometimes be hard to tell when the water is boiling mm. without leaning in to look at the water or yes. to try to listen to the water. Yep. Not real safe to do that with hot boiling water. <laughs> so what you do with this disc, it's made out of um, ceramic, I believe, and you put it in your pot of water, turn on your water, your heat source and let the water go. When the water is boiling at a nice rapid boil, the disc is going to be rattling on the bottom of the pan. Mm -hmm. And so that rattling sound tells you when it's ready to put in your food. Excellent. So it's very, very, again, low tech. There's yeah. nothing electronic about it, but it really alerts you when your, your water's boiling. Yeah, I hear that Corey just puts his hand in the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I use that disc, but I just have to keep buying them every time because I keep eating <laughs> the disc. My, my, my kids hate when I make spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti a la disc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Impasta. And talking of, uh, talking of that, Rose, I would love to make a cup of tea right now, but uh, I don't want to overflow my cup. Ooh. Ooh. What can I do? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is something that a lot of people have challenges with. Yeah, because you can't quite see where the liquid is in your cup. Yes. Um, for some liquids, you can, when you're holding onto your cup and you're filling it, you can stick your finger inside mm -hmm. the cup as you're yep. filling it, mm -hmm. but obviously not with hot tea nope, <laughs> or like hot bad. coffee or if you're pouring for somebody else, they probably don't want your finger <laughs> in their cup. So They know what they're getting. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me to pour it then. <laughs> So there is a device called the liquid level indicator. It's a little little device with some metal prongs that just hangs on the top of your cup. The prongs go inside of the cup. 
Um, and then I always teach different techniques for pouring. You know, you want to make sure that the cup is touching the pitcher or where the liquid is coming out of. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't have liquid in here, so don't worry. I'm not going to spill on my computer or anything. <laughs> uh, but we'll pretend I'm filling it up with water. Mm -hmm. And then when the water touches the prongs, you'll hear this sound. Like a beeping sound, and right, it does vibrate right, right. too. Oh, so it's pretty loud, so that alerts you to to stop pouring. Um, it leaves a little bit of space in the top of the cup, so you don't overflow. To put your milk in, that's what that's for. If you're that? making a nice cup of tea, you've got to put uh, your milk you still, in. You still got a little, oh, a true. little. Yep. You've got to put yeah. your milk in. That's what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Maybe yep. a bit of honey. Yep. Why not? <laughs> All right. Well, we are uh, we are basically at the end here, Rose. Uh, I'm not sure um, if we uh, we may have time for one more. What's your what's your your final item, the most special final item that you have available. That's precious. The one, yeah, your precious. The one that everyone is going to be wowed by. What, okay, what do you that's have? very tough because there's. I've covered the like the pen friend is like my tool. <laughs> I love that ah, one. Should have left it to the end. I know, right? Um, <laughs> but there is a, a color identifier uh -huh. that I just want to show too. There's lots of different types of color identifiers. But, uh, so before you say anything about that, Rose, let me just jump in a second and say, everybody, don't be fooled by color identifiers on your phone. They yeah. suck. Don't bother. They with suck. Them. So much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was actually gonna yeah, gonna mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah glad sorry. You said sorry for sealing your thunder there. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not that great. They depend a lot on the the type of camera you have and lighting and all that. So this is a dedicated device. It's dedicated just to color identification. So, you know, if you're picking out your clothes and you can't quite tell the colors or what you have on. All you do is simply hold the device against your clothing and press. There's a, a red, good, nice, bright button on it. You just press that button. Black. So I don't know if you heard it, it. Heard it say black. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, so it's, again, pretty quick. Um, so simply hold it again against it, press the button, and it tells you what color it is. Yeah. Um, if you have a patterned shirt, like I get this a lot too, like what mm. if my shirt is multiple colors? Um, so it's a little bit tougher with patterns, but you can still like hold it against your your shirt. Dark gray, blue, dark gray, blue, mm -hmm. and just move it around in several mm -hmm. spots. And so mm -hmm. if you're hearing the different colors, then you can kind of be like, okay, that's that one shirt. I'm wearing a, a blue shirt right now with light colored flowers on it. Yeah. Um, so that would be one way to tell. And then also keeping in mind, you know, with clothing, your organization techniques can be helpful as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. The colorino also comes in a Spanish version too, um, and my only my only problem with it is it is on the more expensive side. I think it's over two hundred dollars, right? So, um, so. Yes. yeah, so it does come in quite. Expensive. I do believe it is the yeah. most accurate color identifier on the market. Yeah, it certainly though. seems to be, and it yeah. also does the light detection as well. Too. Yes, yes. There is a, a yellow button on there, um, uh, which can be used for uh, for lights. I've, I think they have different textures. Do they have different textures as well? I mean, the there's ones? only there's only two of them. No, so. I, don't think, I think yeah, I'm not, I don't remember. Yeah, okay, but uh, there is a light detector on there, so if you point it up at the ceiling, for example, it'll make a high-pitched beep. If you want to demonstrate that, actually, Rose. Yep. <laughs> so I'm pointing it up right now, and there's lights on, so it's... Ooh. I point it downwards, dark. <laughs> it's really <laughs> low. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that can be helpful with just, again, telling the light in your, your space. And, you know, with color detection, too, if you're getting a weird color, make sure that you have some of the good lights on to give you the best color, too. You know, funnily enough, those are exactly the sounds that I've been getting out of my synthesizer that nice. I got for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Kenneth says the product name, it's the Colorino, C-O-L-O-R-I-N-A. 
No. Oh. Colorina. The Colorina is a female version. You can get the Colorino, which is the male version. Colorino, Colorino. And of course, we sell all of these items here at Vision Forward. I'm sorry, but I do have to. And more, yeah. I do have to do a quick vision slash store. Store. That's S T O R E for you spelling fans out there. Store. You can also come to our regular website, vision forward.org. Uh, which is just our normal website. Uh, now, obviously, you can access the store from there as well. But also, we do have a number of other exciting pieces of information, including information about the services that we provide, mm -hmm. um, uh, details about the different programs. And uh, you, know, you can find contact information and all of that type of good stuff there as well. So vision-forward.org. And uh, don't forget, org. That's O-R-G for you spelling fans out there. And don't forget, we do have a YouTube channel. Yes, that's right. We are live on YouTube right now. And we also have pre-recorded videos, which include these sessions, which have been recorded, uh, and also other produced videos. The latest produced one was all about the Iris Vision Inspire, which is an inspiring new uh, wearable oh, headset nice. from, uh, from Iris Vision, believe it or not. And um, I, at some point, I'm thinking, Corey, we'll probably do a um, a live session on that as well. Sure. And, and we'll we have a, a pre-recorded, we'll what did live. we see? Oh, Blind Shell Classic. I think we're going to do a that couple videos. we still need to do. Yeah, we were waiting for the update to come out yep. um, to the software on that one. But yes, we will be doing a produced video on the Blind Shell Classic. Yep. And we also did a Tech Talk live session on that. Uh, that was, uh, what, four weeks ago now? Four weeks four ago weeks now. Four weeks ago. But uh, for our YouTube channel, <laughs> please go to youtube.com forward slash in focus technology. That's I-N-F-O-C-U-S-T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-Y. <laughs> For you, for spelling, for you fans spelling fans out there. Fans out there. Uh, it's correct. <laughs> um, uh, please go there and uh, check out those videos. And of course, join us in two weeks' time for the next exciting edition of Tech Talk Live. Now, uh, in the next exciting edition, we are hoping to yeah. go to be live at Corey's house so we can see exactly how a smart home um, that's set up uh, to the yeah. maximum um, is operated. So we are hoping to do that. If it's not in the next session, hopefully it'll be in the one after that. But definitely soon we have a plan. So tune in for that. It's going to be the first of its kind that we've done because we're going to be kind of walking around and yeah. uh, you know operating things, and uh, it should be pretty exciting. Plus, Corey moved house recently, so we'll get to see his new house as yeah. well, which is which is very exciting. Oh yeah, and he also just recently built a theater in in his basement. <laughs> yeah, I did. So we'll get to see that as well. I'm excited to see yeah. all of this stuff. Personally. Yeah, this so. we may end up just sitting and watching a movie. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why the hell not? Um, but uh, in the meantime, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. It's been great having you all here, as usual. I appreciate it. And Rose, thank you so much for, for yeah, uh, thanks, coming Rose, on today and giving us all those great tips. Uh, actually, quickly, Rose, uh, contact uh, email. What's your email address in case anybody wants to email you? Sure. It's um, rvisser, that's R-V as in Victor, I-S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E-R, um, at vision-forward.org. Um, you can also call our main number um, to get connected to me that 414-615-0100. Ask for Rose. That's R-O-S-E right. for all you spelling. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Good job. Good Catching job. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yes, well, uh, please, so everybody, much. feel free to get in touch. Thanks, Rose. And we look forward to seeing everybody in the next show. See you in two weeks. Bye, all. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. 
If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash tech talk live.